Coming up, readings beyond the raffle and Theoryland approved conjecture. Deep dive into the spells and scrolls of nerd culture. Absorb Stormlight. Hone Sympathy. Harness Sayadar and Sayadeen. This is Phantology. You may have heard of us. What's up, Hearthstone refugees? This is Stephen from Phantology, bringing you our latest, our penultimate, Rhythm of War pre-release chapter breakdown. Chapter 18 this time. So we've got chapter 19 next Tuesday, obviously, and then we've got chapters 20 through 100 plus at least coming the following Tuesday. So we're really excited for November 17th. There's going to be a virtual release party event this year. And uh, we'll be joining that. We may do like a special episode based off of our exclusive findings from the release party. We'll see how that goes. But as far as chapter 18 goes, so this was a shorter chapter. It was a more zoomed in character chapter. It's all Kaladin's point of view. It's basically like the chapter between Kaladin and his parents. And it's the chapter that is probably going to set Kaladin's path forward here for at least some of the book because he's made a decision here after being uh, being demoted. Well, not demoted, but after Dalinar told him he needed to find a different path earlier in the book, now Kaladin has decided he is going to become a surgeon again. Full circle, back with his father. So before we go there, let's uh, let's start with actually a brief note from last week's chapter so in last week's chapter, it was hinted that Yasna and Wit had something going on here. We're not really sure what this is, but Navani speculates there's some kind of romance, which would be interested. Sanderson came out today with a Reddit posting, a lengthy Reddit post, actually, where he talked about Yasna. And I'm this is technically a spoiler for some of the for her character for the rest of the book so um if you don't want to hear this from his reddit post then maybe don't listen but he said he confirmed the popular theory that yasna is asexual um he said that she would be interested in a heterosexual relationship but not in a sexual fashion you have to read his post to get probably the more nuanced description for Yasna, he does a really good job of, of talking about what this means to him and why he's made this decision, etc. I thought it was really good. I think it's awesome how Sanderson has made these huge efforts to represent people from lots of different walks of life in his books, in Stormlight Archive, in the Cosmere. That's fantastic. So check out that Reddit post. I don't want to uh, speculate too much because I think uh, he wrote it better than I did, as he would with most things. So I would just refer you over to that, but a little footnote to last week's chapter. Now here in chapter 18, the Fabriel discussion is now about a new type of Fabriel. Uh, It's like a stormlight vacuum sucker metal. And the idea here is it it can suck the stormlight out of of a radiant, obviously a, a powerful weapon. Probably what we're seeing in their weapons that Kaladin talks about where you know, if you get poked with one of these things, your stormlight can be leached out of you. I don't know what the metal is. 
on the poor read-alongs or on the on the tour discussion they speculated that it could be like something akin to a god medal from Skadriel. i don't know about that i don't think there's a, a another medal system happening in roshar i think it's a medal we've seen before but um, i mean it kind of sounds uh like aluminum where it's it's removing from uh from the radiant but it's being sucked into something else maybe some kind of combination anyway we'll see i think this is interesting but i, I don't really have a great uh another great idea on this one well i guess i guess maybe last week's metal would have been aluminum now that i think about it so let me know what you think about this one because clearly i don't know what i'm talking about as far as this week's metal the chapter starts with kaladin thinking about rock and bridge four and speculating or wondering how it's going with rock and this story is what sanderson has said will be the next novella so we're getting dawn chard which is coming out any literally any day now and phantology is going to review that as soon as possible but the novella between books four and five sanderson wants to write hopefully he gets to it is about rock's journey here and what's going on with rock because he has said in the reddit post that rock will not be in the remainder of the book which is disappointing but we will get a full novella about him which is nice apparently teft uh turned down the company lord thing so it went to sigzil nice little detail there I was wondering why Teft wasn't made the new uh, Bridge 4 commander here, the new Windrunner commander. I thought that was kind of strange. And so Kaladin's trying to figure out what to do personally. He this The chapter starts with him at your Ethereal. He goes through the Oathgate and heads off and meets up with the fourth bridge, which is on its way back to your Ethereal, which has arrived safely, thank goodness, because there was probably some concern about the ability for the fourth bridge to make it back uh, at its slow pace. But it has Kaladin hops on there, he meets up with his parents, and then uh, we flash forward to when they arrive, and he's showing his parents through Year Thiru. They talk about a few things here. One is all of the oddities in the tower. Again, this is not a new idea. The whole thing of the tower is dead. The tower is weird. What's going on with the tower? Well, here, I mean, we look at a few pipes that are, or, or like cylinders and pillars that are like in the middle of the hallways and walkways, and like, why is this here? And he talks about some always that lead to nothing my theory is that once this tower gets turned on with the sibling and all that it's going to move around somehow so all of these oddities will make more sense in different locations and there'll be this like real interactive way to live in the tower that i'm pretty sure that's i mean that makes sense right like otherwise all of these things and hallways that lead to nowhere don't make any sense but they've got to move right if they go into different locations then they could make sense that's a Fendology guarantee. I feel really good about that theory. I mean, it's a small theory, but I think once this tower gets moved on, it's, it'll be moving around somehow. I like Kaladin's interaction with his parents here. It's obvious that he's trying really hard and he's trying to mask the depression and put that aside and connect with his parents like he did when he was younger and when life was simpler. I think his parents have a great relationship. Their banter back and forth with Lyran being this dry kind of British humor and Hasina, I believe that's Kaladin's mother's name, um, is more of the kind of bubbly, over-the-top, funny type of humor. They have a really great relationship. It's it's obvious that they've you know lived together for years and have a great dynamic. I think it's funny that Seal is trying to fit in with the family, and they can hear her and understand her and, and joke around with her. So these were some nice moments. But my heart still just kind of breaks for Kaladin because it's so obvious. And uh, this is where I talk about Brandon's uh, writing here. It's great because... The show don't tell is fantastic because it's so obvious 
how much Kaladin is trying to fit in, but he is struggling to do that because of his depression and because of where that puts him. And so he wants to get back to where he was with his parents when he was a child, but he just can't do it. But at the same time, like in this chapter, in these moments, he's able to to push that aside somewhat and uh, you know push that weight aside and be who he who he was and show them around the tower and say, okay, here's your quarters and look at all these things that I got you. I think that's one of my favorite parts. So I hope that he can continue this momentum. Obviously, depression is not that hard to just put aside. But I think relationships like this, if he's able to rebuild this, will be very helpful for him. So this is good news. This is a good news chapter for Kaladin. Although I do think it's heartbreaking to see him look back and think, man, my life was so great when I was a child. And I wish it could be like that and be so happy. And now it can't be because of all these things that have happened. I hope that he can figure out a way to balance those two things. But it's tough, right? Uh, And it's very realistic. I I feel like I can relate to this personally. I think that's why I like it so much. One of the relationships that he really struggles with, that he still struggles with, is with his father. And you can see this when he assumes that things will be wrong. Uh, Liren is looking up at the top of the tower and Kaladin's thinking, like, oh, I put you in the wrong tier. I didn't want you to be quite so high and he's he's not going to like it, etc. And then also when he gives him the surgical equipment and he doesn't respond, Liren doesn't respond. Fast enough, Kaladin's thinking, oh, what have I done wrong now? And so this reaction, this gut reaction of him thinking that he's going to be disapproved of is the struggle that he has with his father, which is unfortunate, but I think it's something that we can probably, I mean, some of us can relate to with our parents, right? We want to please them, but but relationships are complicated. There was some discussion on the tour read-along or on the tour discussion that Liren was emotionally abusive. I do not see that. I think maybe he's emotionally absent. We were talking about this on our Discord, on the Photology Discord. And I could see emotionally absent, but I don't think he's purposely abusive. He's not a bad guy. He just has a lot of probably some of the same hereditary struggles that Kaladin does. Like maybe he has some depression as well. We know that that's something that can be uh, genetic, can be hereditary. So um, I think it's fair to say that they are alike in so many ways that it makes them Sometimes it's difficult to foster those relationships. Kaladin buys his parents this all this nice stuff, right? This is where we see the relationship happen, where we see uh, this uh, this emotional disconnect a little bit because he buys the surgical tools for his father, and Liren just kind of looks at it and he's like, "Man, this is great, but I feel like I'm I'm not needed anymore because now we've got the radiance and we have these edge dancers and truth watchers that can heal." And Kaladin uh, says, actually, we only have like 50 edge dancers. We only have three truth watchers. Kind of fun to actually get numbers put on these guys. And so uh, you're still very much uh, needed, Laren. And and that seems to help his spirits a bit. I love that he bought all these books and he talks about how expensive they were. And still says, man, how are there all these, how are there all these books? So like, haven't they written everything? How can they continue to recombine the words into different ways? As someone who likes to buy books, I thought this was fun to see Kaladin spend a large ch- chunk of his income on books because that is quite realistic. I thought it was fun to get a little detail that we know how to do vaccines now. A little, another little scientific advancement. I love it. Oh, one other thing with uh, with surgeons, the reason why they're needed is because they can't heal old wounds. I think this has been talked about before. When I say they can't heal old wounds, I mean radiance. So we still need surgeons to deal with chronic injuries and pain, etc. And I think the deal was here, correct me if I'm wrong, 
but it's hard to heal things if they've become kind of part of who you are. And so the the radiance, the stormlight can put you back to where you see yourself, but it's difficult to to fully heal something that you've already uh, accepted and moved past. I think that's it, but maybe it was explained a little better. I, I do need to do a reread before Rhythm of War. So I think there may be some details that I'm missing. So at the very end of the book still gets him to admit to his parents that there's been a large change in his life and he admits that he will no longer be in the military. Liren loves this because he says, well, okay, great. You know, you're moving back in. You're going to be a surgeon. It's going to be like it all used to be. Kind of how Kaladin used to be, was wishing that it was all like it used to be. And I think his father has the same reaction. Although Kaladin has this kind of gut, like negative reaction. He's like, oh man, it can't be this simple. And so uh, I don't think it's going to be either. I just don't see uh, Kaladin, you know, spending the rest of his days as a simple surgeon. Obviously, he will be called in to use his abilities in large ways, probably just because that is what the story is. I mean, that's that's what we'd assume, right? You you read, you, you expect the protagonist to be doing things, but we'll see. I think for a, a while, at least, he will try to get back to his old life. And I think eventually, hopefully he finds some balance. Hopefully this helps him to heal. Hopefully he can get with his parents and discuss Tien and figure out how to reconcile all these negative things in his life that, that continue to plague him. So that's a wrap for chapter 18. I love this chapter just because of the zoom in you got on Kaladin's character. I think he's a fantastic character. He's a character that I personally relate to quite a bit. So I have some empathy there and I think a lot of people do. So if you like Phantology, you can find more reviews at phantologybooks.com on your web browser. We've covered things from Abercrombie to Rowling and Harry Potter to Robert Jordan and Wheel of Time, other Stormlight stuff, random stuff, Artemis Fowl, what else? YA stuff, uh, His Dark Materials. We're actually in the process of revamping our website to make this a little bit easier to find. If you want to chat with us more, jump on Discord. Links will be in the episode description. And you can find channels dedicated to whatever series you like. You can choose what you like and the channels will appear so not to get too overcrowded. And if you'd like to support the channel, you can find that at patreon.com slash phantology underscore books. So this again, an ultimate episode and then well, not for Phantology, but just for our Rhythm of War series, our pre-release series. And the plan is to cover Rhythm of War in terms of an individual episode for each of the five parts. So again, we are going to heavy coverage of the biggest book of 2020. So look forward to that. Two weeks away, guys. We're excited. See you next time.